Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Thanks for listening, downloading, subscribing, rating, reviewing, whatever it is that you do. Uh, we appreciate that a lot. Uh, a lot. Thanks for listening. Do we have a phone number yet to text? We do not. That will be. That is on my list today to get that done. <laughs> we'll get that done. We'll get that done. Yeah. So we miss hearing from you, but you can still you can still hit us up on Facebook, DMs on Facebook, leave comments. Same way on Twitter. Feel free to do that as well. But texting is just kind of fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and you can even leave like voice, whatever, in DMs and on yeah. Facebook or on Instagram if you want to, and we'll play you. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations. Out to the Husker volleyball team. Thriller. Man, that Absolute was, that was epic, epic, epic. Insane. So if you if you happen to have missed it, um, they ended up beating number two. Number one, Wisconsin. They were number two. Five sets. I mean, come on. Of course it was five sets. You know, it's going to be because they're both phenomenal. And then down to a reviewed call at the very end. Like, it was intense. intense well, I heard a lot of people complaining about that. They're like, nothing should... Again, it's the same argument. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be decided by a judgment call. That the, the game shouldn't be decided by a judgment call. There's, and I see two, there are two takes on that, right? It's like one is that it literally, in real time, was decided by a judgment call, right? Other side of it is, if two or three other things had happened earlier in the game, that judgment call wouldn't have decided the game. Right. Yeah. Right? So there were some other things that could have could have fixed that. And then it's always uh, what side of the fence you're on. What side of the judgment call you're on is what, because if you're on Nebraska side, you're like, oh, thank God it was decided by this because we won. If you weren't, you'd be pissed because it shouldn't be decided by a judgment call. And I'm sure the girls probably would love to have had it been absolutely decided way earlier. So there was no, you know, nobody have anything to bitch about. Yeah. Or to question. But then again, I don't know how you question anything in that game anyway, just because they're both so good. Yeah. Yeah. It equally could have gone both ways, but unbelievably, well, and kind we're of, number it, one. We're number one. I'm just saying. Suck it. Um, so, <laughs> and it kind of the same situation happened in the uh, Minnesota-Iowa game, also mm-hmm. a judgment call. And it was at the very end, um, it was Iowa was behind, just seconds left, got a kickoff, got a kick. It was either a punt or a kickoff. I think it was a punt, actually, because it was a fair catch. Um and he was the guy that was running it, got it, caught the ball, and scored a touchdown. Iowa wins the game. Well, no, there was a flag because when he was running to get the ball, he was kind of waving his arms to kind of move, adjust his, mm-hmm. like to be his rudder. And his arm was not up, his arm was down, but he was waving it. And it was called a, that was a, enough to call it a fair catch. And so it was, uh, you know, it, it ruled a dead ball. Tweets. And it was uh, watching it. Um, they went through it on the Big Ten Network and they broke it down according to the rules of the Big Ten. If you make any judge, you know, gesture like that, of course, it is a it is a fair catch. But it wasn't like you look at it 
and he was just using it to move move his body around. It yeah. wasn't up in the air. It was almost straight down. So I don't know. There's another judgment call I, that decides the game. And I and I agree with the fact that it wasn't. I don't I don't think it was a fair. I don't think it was fair catch signal. Either. I really don't because I think that on the other side of that, if he had caught it and been tackled, they wouldn't have said he called for a fair catch. Right. They would have said, nope, his hand wasn't up in the air. That wasn't a fair catch. So if he'd been tackled and they tried to say, oh, penalty. No, yeah. there was no fair catch because I guarantee that wouldn't have stood the other way. Yeah, I don't think it would either. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's interesting. Wow. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're all the refs and, and we've talked to several ourselves, but they hate when that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, the last thing they want to do is make a memory in that, that kid, that retur- kick returner um, brain for the rest of his life that this happened. And did he make a fair, I mean, he, they don't want to do that. They don't want to affect a game like that. Of course not. They don't want to have that last moment. No. Um, a couple of tweets that did stand out and that you'd brought up. And I found, I think both, I think I found two of them talking about Nebraska and the state of things right now, as it stands, Nebraska is four and three. Um, so Huskers now have a winning record for the first time in October since being four and two in 2019. And immediately after that, they lost four in a row. So I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, so knock on whatever you can knock on, knock on any wood in the vicinity. He said, and then as far as winning records go, they were also two and one in September of 21. That was the last time they had a winning record. <sighs> um, Another one said Nebraska hasn't had four wins before the end of October since four wins, not even a winning record. Nebraska hasn't had four wins by the end of October since 2019. Also, that was that same year. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. Well, hey, we're feeling a lot of emotions. (laughs) Let's take it. We haven't had an overall successful Husker athletic weekend in a long overall successful in a long time. So let's just take it. And it was homecoming weekend. Oh, I didn't know that. And wasn't it the hundredth? What was it? The hundred? What was the celebration for Memorial Stadium? Oh, the one hundred hundredth anniversary of Memorial Stadium. It's a hundred years ago this weekend that they played the first game in yeah. played Kansas and to an exciting zero to zero tie. Very. We take exciting. that anymore. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's not an L. It's not an L. <laughs> but seriously, it does. It does feel like in a very calm way, and I know we're just overly optimistic. I know we are, but it does feel like. This is going the right direction. But did we feel like this in 2019 too? Uh, were, we, were we doing the same thing know. going, oh, we're four and three. We're four and three. Or I was it know. like, it was like, how, what, you know, WTF. Uh, we're four and three. So, you know, the sky's falling. We Something's probably gonna... were. We probably were saying the exact same thing or feeling the exact same thing. It just, it just feels different with Matt Rule. It just does. I don't know why. It just feels mm-hmm. different. Just more calm and like, nope, not panicked and not hype and whatever. He's just slowly building it and. We'll see where it goes. Everything is on. The, I love on the sidelines. Yeah, it's all chill. You know, I mean, even when something goes wrong, you don't you don't even see it in his body language, right? Mm-hmm. When he sees when he's talking to the kids, you don't see it at all. And I like I like that. Yeah, so do I, I. like that a bit. So that's cool. And then isn't there also a Frank Solich anniversary? Like the firing thinking, of? I think it was. I think it was. Let me see here real quick. I think I had that marked. Totally forgot about that till we just got to talking about uh, anniversaries of things. Let me see. I know I've got it here. Give me just a minute. See, now it's my turn. Now this today's episode. Watch Jill scroll. Watch to to see me. Actually, that will be listen to Jill scroll. <laughs> the Jill scrolls. 
Oh God. I don't know if I can find it. Um, yeah, where is it at? I saw it and I thought, Oh my God. And they're actually looking at doing a recap. Somebody was talking about it, about there it is. <laughs> so the 20th anniversary of the most controversial decision in Nebraska football history, uh, December 1st, 2003 was when they fired Frank Solich. Do you think Steve Peterson, wherever he is, is sitting <laughs> around and ever thinks about how he single-handedly destroyed a program? He dismantled it. Yeah. Dismantled it. Absolutely. And it's funny, you know, it's like, and living through that too, and not just for the Huskers, but personally. Yeah. Seeing something that you love absolutely, absolutely crumble. It's just, I, I can only imagine what some of the feelings are for people that were with that program for years and years and years. And the kids that were getting ready to join it, that had been raised on it, and they were excited because they were committed. And then they saw it just yeah. fall to the ground. I know. And, and I, I can't even. Well, and something else that I love about Matt Rule, and because Scott Frost was hands off on local kids, didn't go after local kids, walk on program wasn't really a spotlight. And it's just great that our starting quarterback is a Nebraska kid um, that one of the top recruits in the state scored a first, first touchdown this weekend. And it's, it's just cool seeing kids from our state yeah. playing again and, and being successful. And being successful and seeing some of the names that are committing to Nebraska, um, right. which is really cool. Don't want to jinx anything, but just, you know, really excited to see a lot of those local names that were highly recruited outside of the state um, and they see a reason to stay and they've, and, and there's still, there's still something in the DNA. I think uh, regardless that you want to have a reason to stay. And it's like, please just, just show me a reason. Just show me, just show me how this can work and I, and I'll stay just, you know, <laughs> and I bet that's true for most anybody, not just Nebraska, anybody that grows up somewhere and is a fan of a local team, like at that's at a level, like, NCAA yeah. Division One, whatever, they're probably their first dream would be to be successful and play at home and still have the ability to make it to the next level and not have to go to another state to play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to play that's, in front of your family and all your friends and, and you know, that's got to be a really cool feeling. Tradition. Yeah. You know, and being part of that whole deal. So, and, and the, the beauty of it, the, the, the one great thing that we know is that I can't think of too many other schools that could suffer the way this school has over the last 20 years. And the fans are just as rabid, <laughs> if not more so. Um, but the other the other teams have found a way to to improve and lift. And the volleyball team, in particular, has always been a great team. I and mean, that goes back to the early '80s, right? Um, but it's always been there, and it's found a way to step in and 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 step up. And for the for the fans, and so it's just kind of it's kind of cool. It really is. Yeah. So there, I think there's reasons to be very optimistic. I hope. We play Purdue this week, right? Uh, yes, we do play Purdue this week. Okay. All right. We play, so we do play Purdue this week. And um, we can, th this coming weekend, the Name Drop podcast is going to be in Lincoln. Chris Kirkpatrick and Brian McFadden are coming in on, they're actually coming in on Thursday night and Friday. Um, they're going to be going down to the stadium and going to kind of get the special fan treatment, get down on the field, get some, get some swag and hang out in the stadium. And then on Saturday at the rail yard, in Lincoln. I don't know what time yet. I haven't figured that out yet, but before the game's at 2.30. And the game's at 2.30, yeah. So I'm thinking probably 10.30 or 11-ish. Um, they're going to do a live show 
in the Braille Yard area. Just kind of talk to everybody, DJ some music, have some contests, some games. Uh, backing that up, sorry, I skipped something. Is that going to be live streamed when you say hmm. live show or is it just in person live? Just live in person. Yeah, it won't be live streamed. Okay. We'll record it and everything. Cam will record it. Uh, but backing it up, I forgot a huge thing. On Friday night, they're both going to be Chris Kirkpatrick and Brian McFadden. I don't know if I said their names yet. Are going to be at UNO at Three Baxter times, Arena today. Okay. I might not have a good memory. <laughs> Uh, are going to be at the UNO hockey game, UNO versus Ohio State, and going to be there, and we'll have contests for meet and greet, and they'll be out on the ice meeting everybody. And so that's going to be a really fun night. Thanks to UNO for kind of putting that together and, mm-hmm. and letting us do this there because it's, you know, Chris's wife went to or is a huge Iowa State fan. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a really fun night. So details and on our website, and we'll be tweeting out, follow us at Herd at Media. Um, on all social, we tweet out information. Also follow UNO Mavericks Hockey as well. So when you say, okay, hold on, because I'm looking, is it already up on the site? Not yet, no. Uh-uh. Will it be at herdatmedia.com or will it be on herdatsports.com? No, it'll be on uh, more than likely media, but I don't know. I mean, that's where it should be because that's obviously where they are. Yeah. I just want to make sure I wasn't, you know, you hate to assume. You I hate know? to assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so herdatmedia.com, but also on social. Yes. And probably so more probably, information will be on social. Um, and more you, importantly on social. Yeah. And you and I will okay. be putting some stuff out there and landing pages and everything. So it's kind of cool. It's going to be a fun weekend. Cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, I think too, this week uh, out at, at her at sports bar, the run will be out there on Thursday night, Schmidt and Herbal on Friday and then the watch party on Saturday as well. So a lot of things going on. Yeah. Goodness sakes. Be a right big... in the thick of it. And and a winning season while it's happening. Wow. I mean, it's just just keeps all coming up all aces. <laughs> What's up with that? It's crazy. <laughs> and then Halloween weekend. I don't know if anybody's doing anything this weekend. Halloween on a Tuesday sucks. It does. It really does suck. That's yeah. where it's like we don't need we don't need Halloween day off of work. Like I know it's not a holiday, no. but you need the next day. Like the fourth of July, you don't need the fourth of July off, you need the fifth of July off. It's true. And you can't move Halloween because it is literally the last day of October, all Hallows Eve for a reason. Right. <laughs> it's so not like the 23rd could be Halloween. You can always rebrand it. But you could still have, I'm sure there'll be plenty of Halloween parties going on this weekend, along with Husker victory parties. Boom. Yeah. That's it. That's what's going on. So, yeah, it's, it is. It's crazy. We were looking at stories and we're like, Entertainment. Thank God we've got Nebraska kicking it right now. And thank God, you know, stuff's going on and popping at Herd at um, stuff happening uh, because entertainment world, Lordy, number the top three stories. I'm like, okay, things are really thin when in the top three stories, um, it was Cody and what's what's it called again? Uh, sister wives, sister wives, oh my sister wives. Cody calls <laughs> Janelle's friendship with Christine pathetic. And I'm like, I don't know any of these people. I don't know. Sister, I haven't watched Sister Wives in 15 years. It's still there. I think, I I think one of the wives or one of the sisters, whatever, it got they got a divorce from Cody and she's already either married to somebody else or already divorced again from somebody else. I don't know. I don't I've know. seen that headline, too. Sadly, that's all that's going on. That that and that and Taylor Swift being in Kansas City. Good Lord. Uh, which, OK, by the way, real quick here, both sides of that story, because you see a lot of the Swifties are just like, oh, my God, she's so in love, and she was wearing a bracelet with his name, and she was, you know, and, and oh, she was so worried when he got tackled, and she was shaking, and, um, and you know, and all this other stuff. And then you've got the other side of it, where, you know, that, along with that first one, too, is, is tell me this isn't real. Tell me this is manufactured. Hmm, you know, this is love. Oh, gosh, you know, you could just up. And then you have the next one saying, where were those acting chops when she was in the movies? 
where were <laughs> and then another one says because he thinks the other way he's like god give that girl an oscar and like can we please see the game and not watch her can we <laughs> i mean right I, I you haven't seen a suite like that shots of a suite that much since i don't even know ever 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 they don't ever show people in the president suite. gets that. No, you, they get like one wave. Hello. God bless America. And that's it. And this one, every time any Kansas City does anything or Chet, yeah. uh, Travis Kelsey does and anything. That's the thing, because that's I think that's what's driving fan fans crazy of football is that every time they go to a shot to her, she has an overreaction. Yeah. You know, she jumps out of her seat or she pounds on the glass or she's, da, 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 da. you know, it's like, it's like there's an overreaction for every time. It's like, okay, camera one now, you know, it's like <laughs> they need to have uh, whatever network is uh, carrying the game. They need to have an alternative feed that anytime they cut to Taylor Swift, it just stays with the, the previous shot or put her picture in picture. Yeah, you could do that. You could just put her picture in picture. Yeah. And then just leave the game up. But yeah, it's getting a little crazy. So we need something to start popping. I don't know what's going to happen, but something's got to start happening. Watch them I get married and have life. babies. They're going to probably get married and have babies. And then we're going to, everybody's going to be like, so I told you. I can't. Real. She was doing secret handshakes with uh, Mahomes' wife, yeah, Brittany. That, I mean, that was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty. <laughs> They're trying too hard. Anyway, happy winning season week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. Happy winning season week. It's a leap year, so we get a winning, winning season, I guess. I don't know. Once every four years, we'll take it. Once every four years. It's better than once every 20 years like it has been. No. <laughs> uh, are you guys thanks, thanks for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Have a great Monday. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.